We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zdrug, joined by Jack Burkhart. We're talking Champions League. Champions League is back after a one-week break. Uh, we got a Champions League break. We didn't get a break from anything else, but uh, here we are. This is Tuesday slate, two-game slate. Chelsea are home against Borussia Dortmund. They are down 1-0 uh, in that tie, and then Benfica are up 2-0 against Borussia, and they are home. Uh, first up, Jack. I listened to the beginning of the weekend show, and I want to just report that I had I had an everything bagel with cream cheese. I had a bacon, egg, and cheese on a hard roll. Uh, I had I had it all. I had so many carbs that um, I'm still full, and I flew back this morning. So it sounds like you ate well, Adam. Very good. Do you have a favorite? Uh, favorite just like thing that I had. I mean, I don't know. It's all, I got to think about it some more, you know, it just, you gotta it, let it, just it, process. it was just a busy weekend that I, I spent with my friend and, and his, uh, his newborn or his son, that's almost two now. And it was just a busy weekend. He, he uh, showed us, he showed us around New York, showed us around uh, Hoboken and around the city a little bit. So we went a little bit of everywhere Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So well, hopefully you had some good pizza too. That's another important. We went uh, to John's. I, I forgot to mention that we went to John's on Bleecker. So there you go. There you go. But we got we're back to Champions League. Okay, so Benfica, we got the implied goal total two point one one. They kind of dominated the first matchup, and then I think they got a couple late goals. Um, if I remember correctly, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little behind here, but Chelsea, they're in play total 1.69 Dortmund. I was telling you before the show, Dortmund have won 10 straight matches. They have not dropped a point since the restart, uh, eight wins in Bundesliga. They're now, I believe they're tied atop of with Bayern Munich, top of Bundesliga. Uh, they got one, a Polko match and then they beat Chelsea in the first leg. So we have, these odds where we know we know how Chelsea have played and and now we get these odds you kind of question the odds a little bit here but I, I guess what are your impressions here on these on these two matchups you think Bruges have a chance uh to steal a goal to steal anything from this spot 
Yeah. It just doesn't feel like it, right? It doesn't feel like it, especially when you look at Bruges' form. So they're fourth in the Belgian league. So they're not even the best team in the Belgian league. So I'm inclined to think that these odds are right. It's just they haven't really – I think they've won like – they've won two matches since the New Year, two or three at most from, from what I saw. So this isn't a team that's playing particularly well right now. They have to go on the road to Benfica, a team that is playing quite well. I mean, they're cruising through the league. I think they have eight points up top of the Portuguese first division, so we can double-check that. They're playing really well. They'll play at home. So I think the question is really, you know, can Bruce sneak in one goal, and maybe we can try to target one of their cheap players for that. But beyond that, I would be really surprised if they got a result beyond that. I mean, I imagine it would be like Benfica score a couple goals early, pull some of their starters off, and then, you know, it's like sleepy time. They, you know, concede a late, really sloppy goal or something like that. So I still think it's probably going to be, it's going to be worth targeting Benfica players. I mean, they're at home. They're going to want to entertain their fans. They're going to want to do a good job, but there is some worry about them letting off the gas. We'll see what their lineup looks like. I mean, these odds for Chelsea, I mean, I've watched Chelsea. They, you know, they didn't play particularly well. I mean, they ran the game against Leeds, but like, I don't, this isn't a team that feels like they should be minus money favorites against any team in good form in one of Europe's top leagues. So let alone Dortmund. I mean, it's going to be a home game. It's not going to be an easy game. I just feel like these odds are off by, you know, five, 10% or something. And um, I think the field's going to act that way as well. Yeah. With Bruges, uh, you, I mean, you brought it up, but over the weekend, they, they lost three nil against a bad like not a good, not a good Belgian team, and they played pretty much all the regulars. So that's that's not a good look for them going no. into this spot. And then, I mean, I always say it on these shows, but I like backing Portuguese teams at home, and now we get Benfica at home. So, uh, and this is our team, Adam Benfica. We this is our team. This is, this is, we're we're on every show uh, for all the Benfica slates. Um, until Benfica get to the final, like we're going to be on the final show, just breaking down. Joe Mario, mm. just pounding uh, the table for Joe Mario. Benfica, yeah. send us some merch. We'll uh, we'll influence for your, for your team in the states. Uh, I do have a Benfica scarf. Now I think about it, I've been to one of their home matches. So, I there you go. I I didn't even know it, but I am a Benfica fan. So there you go. <laughs> um, so for the lineups over the weekend, we're we're back with the three three center backs for Chelsea. Uh, Grand Potter had enough of dropping points, losing matches. Let's go back to three center backs. And then they barely snuck out a win against Leeds. And we assume that's going to happen again. I mean, we don't know for certain. And then and the main questions will be, we're going to, we're going to assume that Showell's starting again. It seems like he's the guy playing over Cucurella. Cucurella has kind of lost any kind of role at the moment. Reese James is the big question. Hamstring issue. Didn't, uh, wasn't in the squad over the weekend. Uh, so if he's in, that changes things as usual, especially if he's as a wing back, that's going to change a lot of things. Um, so that's one thing that we're going to have to go back and forth on. Uh, Dortmund, not too much there. Uh, Benfica, we talked about it earlier today, but it looks like – so on the prior slate, we had the question of Chiquinho taking mm-hmm. second. I think he was like 4K, maybe even cheaper to where yeah. people were plugging him in because of the set pieces. Um, but he may be benched now for Arsonist. Arsonist, who 
has been playing on the wing at times, but now with all of these guys healthy, with Ramos healthy, Silva, Nares, with these guys healthy, Arsenis has been moved back to defensive midfield. So that's that's what we're projecting here. Uh, that's what UEFA is projecting. So that's – we have that. And then Bruges, we'll see what happens with Bruges, but uh, what we have right here is kind of what we're going to be looking at. They don't have too many – too many changes to make to to their squad. So, yeah, and the formation might be a four three three or something s- similar. It looks like that's the formation they've been playing per Opta their last few league games. Yeah, but... yeah, they're four three three that led to a loss against one of the worst teams in Belgium. Uh, yeah, so maybe they maybe they will have to change it up. Uh, yeah, the uh, I keep forgetting that Scott Parker is their manager, but. Uh... <laughs> I wonder, yes, speaking of Fulham, but uh, yeah, I wonder if he's going to have his job at the end of the season because Bruce have not gotten any better since since he took over. But all right, let's get into DFS here. We -hmm. we haven't touched on anything yet DFS related. Yeah. So we we know Benfica. We know about Benfica, but we we have uh, we had Joe Mario, midfield only. Is he midfield only? Yeah, he's midfield only. Midfield only. So he's eighty eight hundred. Are we going to want? any of these forwards for Benfica. Neres kind of priced at 9,700. Yeah. And unfortunately, or like you're probably not going to play him when Ramos is 7,800. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, is that a good, uh, is that a good reasoning? I mean, Neres may be on like a couple set pieces, but is yeah. that worth the extra 2K? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, David Neres, he's, probably going to be the first attacker subbed off that seems to be um, what happens in Benfica's games especially if they're in control of the tie there's no reason to have David Neres out there for the full 90 so I mean if you play, if he plays 80 minutes then sure it's not that bad but you're looking at a $9,700 price tag for David Neres that's a lot to pay I mean a couple set pieces is nice but you really need him to be you want him on the field for 90 minutes and you want him to be scoring goals that's definitely something he can do at 9,700 but he doesn't take penalties like Jao Mario takes penalties so from a cash game point of view i just think david nares is a little bit too expensive i mean you don't want to full fade him in tournaments but you're paying a premium for him i mean we're not projecting guetas to starts but i mean he's has less of a floor at 9200 ramos at 7800 uh, what are his goal scoring odds adam it looks like they are he's best on the slate plus 110 though it's it's not great. Like he has no floor, so you know half the time he doesn't score a goal, and he has a floor of like four points for you. I mean, watch him, watch me fade him, and then he takes like ten shots on goal in the game. But, right. I mean, that's not a great floor to be paying for for seventy eight hundred. So I guess one question you're going to be looking at in cash games: none of these forwards are particularly good, Adam. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but like sixty six hundred for Kai Havertz. I mean, that's purely goal dependent. Hilaire, 6,900. That's goal dependent. He doesn't even play 90. Royce, he might take penalties. It depends who's on the field for Dortmund, but I don't think he's a particularly great floor option. Sterling isn't a great floor option. So you're probably looking at someone like Ramos or Zhao Felix at 7,900. Hope that he takes half of the set pieces, keeps on splitting with Chilwell. Um, But even then, he wasn't particularly strong against Leeds. So I think I just said every single name there, but the point is there's really not much to there's not much to play at the forward position unless you're chasing goals, more or less. So from a cash game point of view, I mean, choose your fate with Ramos or Felix. And um, you know, I think maybe one reasonable point of view to take is that Chelsea have to chase the game at home. So this should be good mm-hmm. for Ja Felix. But you maybe could expect him to have a few more corner kicks. We could expect him to take a few more shots, create more chances. Depends how Dortmund approach the game. Are they gonna try to soak up pressure? Are they gonna try to take the game? Um, 
take the game to Chelsea. I don't know. Who do you think? Who would you choose in cash games, Adam? Would you lean on Jao Felix for more of the floor, or would you maybe look for the more bimodal outcomes of Ramos and just trust that Benfica are in a cake matchup? Uh, first, I would say, as a note, so Jorginho no longer in Chelsea. Grant Potter confirmed it this morning that Havertz is currently on penalties. So okay. um, that is just maybe not a cash note, but something it's for good tournaments. Note to have. Yep, so pretty important there um as for my second forward i i think there may because we're back with the midfield slash forward eligibility uh so we we actually have havertz now as a as a forward i think on one of the recent slates he was midfield only mm-hmm. so but even felix too um i think you have a question of do you want to play do you want to go down uh, at forward for like a mm. Tejan Buchanan at 4,400. That's what I have you, right now. Okay. Or would you want to go down in the midfield somewhere? Because like I have a lineup where like it's Ramos Buchanan and I still have Mario and Felix. Um, so it, it, there's a situation where, I mean, we kind of mix in midfielders here, but like there's, do you want to play Buchanan at 4,400 in a forward spot or yeah, Would I, you I th- rather go even further down in the midfield? No, I think there's you're sacrificing a little bit more if you look at the midfield. So we haven't really covered that, but you have like Jao Mario, you have Julian Brandt, you can play Jao Felix in one of those spots. I think, you know, we're not really inspired by any of the by any of the forward options. There's a little floor and people are pretty reasonably priced. Um, we don't have like, it seems like the pricing has gotten a little tougher after starting 2023 with pretty easy pricing. It's still not that bad, but I mean, Tejan Buchanan, he might get like four or five crosses. Bruges have to chase the game. I mean, and you're only paying 4,400 for him. And just for the purpose of taking up a forward spot so you can afford Jao Mario, Jao Felix, and Julian Brandt type of character in midfield. I think that makes a lot of sense for construction. Um, are we projecting Marius Wolf to be an Adam at uh, right back? Because it's kind of a curious thing where he's um, 5,000. He fills up a forward spot right. as well. I mean, okay, there's no upside. I think I'd probably rather play Buchanan, but that's also an option if Bruce changed things up. But I, I don't think I want to spend up twice at forward. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Yeah, I'm looking here. The Mary's Wolf started the last four matches, and then Julian Ryerson is suspended. So it's assumed it's probably going to be Wolf and, uh, and Guerrero back there at fullback mm-hmm. for Dortmund. So. Yeah, I think you'll have a decision to make. Do you want to go down to a guy like Buchanan at 4,400, or would you want to look elsewhere? Like, this could be – I mean, you could make a lineup where it's like Ramos, Felix. You could still get Mario, and then you're even looking in your utility spot for some guy in this in this bottom range, or, or even your second midfielder because – you're spending up at two forwards and then another midfielder. So yeah, there's just not that many compelling lower priced options. It feels like a lot of these lower priced options, unless I've missed something and unless some value, you know, sort of unveils itself. You have a lot of like defensive midfielder types, you know, like Ornest, we don't want to play at 3,500. Even if he starts on the wing, he's not really offering much from an attacking point of view. We don't have corners from a Chiquinho. I mean, maybe someone like Casper Nielsen, he might be taking corners for Bruges. Like someone we played to a couple of weeks ago in Champions League in cash games was Noah Lang. And he was priced in such a way where he sort of fit nicely in the cash constructions. And we expected him to take set pieces. I don't think Nielsen started that game, though. Maybe we can double check. 
And no, he played 25 minutes off the bench last game. So and so Noah Lang had set pieces in that case. I've looked at Bruges' previous games, and the corners have been split in a sort of chaotic way that I can't put my finger on between those two. So even paying someone like 6300 or whatever it is for Noah Lang, I'd rather just play Kai Havertz in that position because at least Chelsea are playing at home and he takes penalties. So it just seems like just spend down once at forward. I don't. What are you? What are you losing in cash games? Whereas if you're not you know, loading up on your midfield spots, you're risking getting run over by some of these more high floor options. Mm-hmm. Would you rather play Buchanan or Kovacic? And then you have like 1K left over for, I don't know, the second defender kind of thing. I, yeah, I would like to, I think defender, there's like a lot of really strong options at defenders, even if Reese James doesn't start. So my dummy lineup actually has Buchanan and Kovacic filling up a utility slot. But that involves me spending up a goalkeeper and defender. I haven't looked at all the combinations. It was just something that I thought made some sense. Yeah, one of my dummy lineups here, it just it's built around a couple expensive defenders. So you're in a situation mm-hmm. where you're gonna have to you're gonna have to punt or go down to the Buchanans to a Kovacic uh, in two spots. So that's kind of what we're kind of what we're left with so otherwise at forward i mean that's that's kind of it i mean you have these bruges guys it just depends if if you want to trust these bruges guys to do something away from home in a more difficult spot than last time yeah Uh, and by by trusting brew it's like a pure game theory thing right like yeah like kai havertz is gonna project better than noah lang and they cost just about the same so you're only just playing some I don't know. It's it's difficult. You're still like paying up. So the only discount is Buchanan. So he's the most tempting piece. But I think he's going to be chalk for that reason. So I don't know what we want to necessarily do in tournaments for that reason. But maybe we can talk about that later. Mm, tournaments? Yeah, I'd probably fade him. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be heavy Vladimirovs. I'll say that. I'll say that right now. I well maybe we. I can just don't have faith in Bruges to score. It's yeah, me neither. But can you imagine, look at all these forward options, Adam. Like, I think we could imagine a situation where maybe Buchanan gets a few fouls drawn and gets a few crosses and, and a couple enough. shots on goal. And that's enough. You're yeah. getting like nine points out of your second forward spot. You get the guy who scores a goal at forward. And then a lot of, other, a lot of these other forward eligible players, they could either be used in a midfield spot or, you know, they could just do nothing like david Neres could end up at 10 points at his cost which wouldn't be enough to win a tournament ramos blanked last time i think uh, sterling could get subbed off early you're not fading too much so even if i'm playing vlachadimos i think buchanan just opens up other constructions where you can be heavy on defender and midfield that it, it might be enough based on the dynamics of the forward position we haven't dived too much into it but joe felix 7900 we're not in a situation where it feels like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, is like Joe Felix lock. And now we're looking at his game logs here. 68 minutes last game, two corners. Didn't have a corner at Tottenham. Uh, we got Ben Chilwell take, taking one side of the corners. So that's that's already removing from what we saw, the max floors that he had. I mean, you can if people will be looking at the game logs and seeing a 16-point floor from Felix in, in, in the first leg. But yeah. it seems like that's not really happening anymore. Early sub the last two matches. I mean, I think it's 
is it reasonable even in cash games like i think you could even fade felix i don't think he's actually he's not, he's not a must by any means no i don't think he's a must i'm sort of defaulting to playing him just because chelsea have to chase the game his early sub this weekend it might likely be due to they want him rested for the dortmund game True. so he goes a full 90 minutes so that at least i can i can at least talk myself out of that so with chelsea hopefully taking initiative whatever that means for this current turgid Chelsea side um that meant I'm sort of defaulting into him but certainly in tournaments I mean I don't feel like I have to play Jao Felix in tournaments I didn't play him last week in tournaments maybe that was a slight mistake and I got a little lucky that he he didn't get too strong of a floor but um yeah if they're chasing the game compared to Ramos I don't know that's a choice I think you're going to want to play at least one of them but Mm -hmm. I don't want to play both especially occupying forward spots you don't want to play both Benfica guys um, I, think, I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to use. I don't want to spend up more than seven thousand on forward twice. Like I would like to use Buchanan to open up my defender and midfield spots. I think. Are you going to have any lineups with Ramos, Neres, and Mario? Um, I haven't looked at any constructions like that. That sounds awfully expensive, though. I think I would have to pay down that like goalkeeper. It's almost like that gets a little gigabrains. Like do you're I still play? well, you're you can still be in a position where you have like two sub four K guys. Yeah, but who are the sub four K guys that you want to play? All of them. All of them, <laughs> just because they fill up the spot and hope and pray that it works works out pretty well. I mean, yeah. I mean, what if this is a you know score the straw Chelsea Borussia Dortmund match, whatever, or. I don't know. The last game it was it was the unassisted goal from Adeyemi, I believe. Maybe it was unassisted. I don't know. It was off a corner. But I mean, what if Benfica just dominate? They're at home. Three, four goals. That's, we know Chelsea yeah. have struggled scoring. So yeah, I guess that. I mean, I shouldn't really. I I shouldn't discount that sort of approach. If you want to script out the game like that for tournaments, I mean, maybe especially this helps if like someone like Loftus Cheek is available at thirty eight hundred. That's if Reese James doesn't start. Maybe he starts as a right wing back, or the formation changes. It's impossible to to get Chelsea to you know figure Chelsea out precisely. But I guess your point is maybe you just find guys who both get eight point floors, and then you just needed to have stacked Benfica in order to have any hope of winning. Just find sub four K guys who get eight point floors. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That's all easy, right? Just pick the pick the right defensive midfielder who pops off randomly that day. I yeah, think that's a fine way to approach tournaments, but I'm not sure I'll do. I think that'll be popular given that Benfica are big favorites. Um, True. I mean, Bruges yeah. aren't going to be popular. People are no. probably going to get sick of Chelsea. You're kind of left with playing a ton of Benfica. Do you think players. Champions League people players will be will be sick of Chelsea? That's a good question, actually. I. I I'm really trying not to, I think Ryan said on the weekend show, project my feelings onto the field. Um, I think Chelsea will be reasonably popular because they're their favorites and it's Chelsea. Um, these, a lot of regulars playing. I think they'll, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to gigabrain myself onto weird um, ownership takes. Cause this is how I end up playing a 30% owned Medi Taremi a couple weeks ago. So I'm just going to stick to hopefully playing better plays. And then hopefully I just think differently enough in the field that I'm leveraged enough for a 2000 person contest or whatever I'm entering. So for the midfield is Joel Mario at 8,800. Is he a lock? Um, Famous last words. I mean, I feel like I want to use him for cash games, especially if he has, he'll split set pieces. 
he'll have decent goal scoring odds relative to the slate. So he's going to be very likely to contribute on a goal or assist. He's got a good floor. He takes penalties. I mean, what else are you paying for? I, I think he's the, he's my first name in. Um, I mean, if Hakim Ziyech starts, I'd rather play Zhao Mario than Hakim Ziyech, I think. Uh, Rafa Silva, he's more likely to get subbed off early, and he doesn't take set pieces, so I prefer to find the 700 for Zhao Mario there. Jude Bellingham's more of a tournament option. Julian Brandt is interesting, but you can play both, right? If you spend down once and forward, you can play two of the good midfielders. So I, I think there's no reason to avoid Zhao Mario, especially in cash games. I'll probably be overweight on him in tournaments because... He's our he's our boy, so we have to we have to go there. I also think he's the best play in the best spot. If Benfica score goals, it would be unusual if Jao Mario wasn't involved. But maybe that's a good tournament option. You know, you can do something like play, you know, do that three that pair of three that you mentioned, Adam. The pair of three that doesn't even make any sense. But you can do Giancarlo <laughs> Ramos, David Neres, and you can play Rafa Silva. So you, you have, you know, maybe Jao Mario gets ten points, but that's not enough because the other three guys score goals. That's something that you could conceive happening. I'll probably not play that way, though. It probably has to be mentioned. So while Joe Mario has four goals, four of uh, sorry, he has five goals in Champions League. Four of those are penalties. So I mean, you're you're kind of just you mean you're playing him for the penalties, but I mean that it's pretty easy to not to go with the other Benfica guys in tournaments because you know, well, if there's not a penalty, maybe then he's not going to score. So, yeah, I think you should use all of them. I mean, Rafa Silva, 8,100. That's a pretty fair price. I mean, would you rather play in a tournament in Felix or Rafa Silva? I feel like I would rather target Silva. I don't want to make that decision. Well, yeah. we don't have to right now. We have uh, 24 hours, 22 or something. Probably go Silva. It uh, doesn't seem like Ziyech is going to start. So is, so is your cash lineup kind of looking like Ramos, uh, Buchanan, Mario, and then as your other midfielder, you are going Brandt? Yeah, I'm using Julian Brandt just because he's a little bit cheaper and I'm ending up needing the salary. But if you wanted to spend a little more, who was your second midfielder, Adam? You were putting Jao Felix in there? Yeah. I think you can find the 600 if you just punt. Like you can use uh, Dennis Adoy. He might play. Is like a defensive midfielder. He's defense eligible and costs like uh, 2700 I think, on this slate. So I think I would have the money to be able to maneuver the pieces around to get up to that sort of construction. But yeah, I think we're on the same page with that. Use Buchanan, um, use a Ramos or Felix. And then I do want Julian Brandt and John Mario. Julian Brandt's in really good form in the league. He's the, been the primary. He plays most of the game, whereas the other peripheral attackers for Dortmund have, have uh, maybe been playing 70 minutes or something like this. And right. he's been contributing a lot of goals and assists. He scores a lot of shots. He's their primary set piece taker. So they should split set pieces with Rafael Guerrero. Um, I mean, unless Dortmund, unless you expect Dortmund to just completely soak pressure the entire game, I don't think they're going to necessarily play that way. You know, Julian Brandt seems like a perfectly good option at 7,300, but you have options nearby. I think just for like the construction, I think you can, you can do something like that. Yeah, we saw I'm not, I can't remember what exactly happened with lineups last late, but I remember it, I it, I fell into Brant and he was 6,800. I fell into Brant and like my cash build kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he went up 500 in price uh, despite being away from home now. But yeah, I mean, can you fit can you fit Ramos Buchanan? Mario, Felix, and Brandt, you're prob- that's when you're going to have to punt, kind of punt on your second defender. I guess that's kind of what it comes to. 
Yeah, then the difference between a construction like that is you might have to use a center back or maybe some cheap um, fullback value becomes. So you'll have to choose one of Grimaldo and Chilwell, punt at a defender spot, and then you'll have that midfield three. That should be possible, although I haven't, I haven't done the math. But uh, I think you can make that sort of sacrifice. You might have to tinker with your goalkeeper as well. I believe, Sounds like a compelling construction. but Yeah, I believe you can do it, but you're probably not going to be able to get Vlachodimos. Assuming you want Chilwell on your team. Yeah, I do want Chilwell. I think Defender is really strong, so I don't think I want to use like three good midfielders in cash games and then sacrifice Defender spot because it's so likely that you know at least two of Grimaldo, Chilwell, Reese James if he starts, Guerrero is in a good spot at a reasonable price of 5,300. I mean... These all these guys all seem like great plays, and I'd much rather you know compare them to compare them to the other positions, right? We don't really like any of these five K forwards or midfielders. We haven't really talked about the five K midfielders. But would you rather play uh, Kai Havertz or Alejandro Grimaldo? Grimaldo. I think I'd rather talking, play. We're talking cash here, right? Yeah, I'm talking cash games. Oh, yeah, yeah. This. So I think just. I'd rather play Enzo than Kai. You'd rather play Enzo. Didn't he take a corner in the last game? I've been Probably. worried about this 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 eventual reckoning of Enzo Fernand. Like I'm not going to be playing him, and then he's going to start taking all of the corners like he did for Benfica before his transfer. I think he snuck one in. Uh, he has a there free it is. kick. A free kick. Okay. I'm not sure he has actual corner. Yeah, it must just be a f- one free kick here. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, he has like a ten-point floor, whereas I know Havertz has the upside. But is it worth it for tournaments? But like in, in right cash, in cash games, I mean, in cash, I want to spend up twice a defender. So like the two v two is like you know Kovacic and Grimaldo versus a punt defender and Brand, something like this. And uh, like Grimaldo has been contributing with shots and goals in league, so. I feel like the floor upside probably leans towards the defender position in that case. And just hope that you can find an acceptable floor um, with one, whoever you have as a punt, as a punt option at midfield. Yeah. The, the classic Ryan Belongi strategy, if the midfielders are good, you just, you just go with the midfielders because they're usually underpriced. And I mean, again, they're underpriced here. I mean, you could, you could say that Grimaldo should be, I don't know, TAA pricing, 7,500. You could say Ba should be 6K. Yeah, uh, Ba's pretty conveniently priced as well. Chilwell should probably be over 6,000. Yeah, it's, Chilwell should definitely be more expensive. I don't think his price reflects his set-piece role. Grimaldo's price, sort of refl- he doesn't have set-pieces, but it reflects the fact that he has a really good attacking ceiling. So I think he's probably pretty fairly priced, and Chilwell's underpriced. So more likely to use, if I only use one of these defenders and have to punt down for some reason, which I, you really have to punt all the way down in that case. Um, most likely use Chillwell. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What about Chilo, Grimaldo, and Ba? You think that's that's a? Uh, I mean, it could be it could be a tournament route, but I mean, it's also that's also a cash route. It just depends, just depends where else you go because you are spending a lot there. And do you want Vlachodimos or not? Because uh, that's also going to decide a few things. But yeah, I think you can do that. Like if you pay, if you just go all the way down to uh, Mignolet, I'm clicking it right now. So if I go to Mignolet and then um, oh, I clicked out of my forwards for some reason. Yeah, I think that's something you could do. But I'm of the opinion, I, I see like the the computer players, basically, you know, like your Redcoats and your Cerebex. In these spots, they're almost always spending up at goalkeeper, which makes me think it's probably the optimal thing to do. Um, so I, I would really like to pay for Vlachodimos if I can. But I think three defender constructions could be pretty strong in tournaments. You, you talked about game, situations where there's not many goals. I mean, some of these defenders have really high floors. So if it's more of a floor point type of slate where you just have to find, you know, one goal from each game and then hopefully, you know. I just built floor. I just built the perfect floor to line up here. Well, let me read it out. I don't know if I might be using this. Um all right. We got Well then don't we'll keep it a we'll keep it a secret. We got Ramos Buchanan. We'll do the we go, we'll do Chilwell Grimaldo Ba. You can plug Meyer in with this, and then at midfield you got Brant and Mario. There you go. I think that's a good lineup. I mean you have the best three floor defenders. You got Brant and Mario. Maybe Buchanan can get an eight point floor. You got Ramos who's the most likely to score on the slate, and we know Chelsea struggle to score, so I mean, you're spending down at goalkeeper, but as we said at the top of the show, are, are we sure that Chelsea should have a 1.69 implied goal total? Are we sure <laughs> not, about that? If they don't have that against Leeds, the most informed team in Germany, uh, it, it seems wrong. So I think that's like a great, like, even like single entry tournament lineup. That sounds right. Uh, don't do bad, everyone. Show some, <laughs> show some respect. Make a 2v2. Uh, we're going to question from G. Any minutes concerns if Benfica are leading 1-0 at half? Some of these guys are going to be subbed off. I mean, I think just in in general, like we already have minutes concerns because we, we pretty much know Silva, Neres, Ramos. Those guys are getting subbed off. Yep. Um, it seems like Mario, the defensive midfielders, maybe like Chiquinho will come on for, for Arsenis or something like that. Uh, maybe one of the fullbacks will be will be subbed. But yeah. That's kind of what their subs are like. I mean, I if it's one nil, I still think that's pretty. It's pretty hard to see them just like okay, we're up three nil in the tie, and we're just going to sub take three off. of our attackers off at the sixtieth minute. I don't think it's necessary, right? It's not a particularly tough league campaign for them either. They have a they have a good lead, so I don't think they're going to risk. Um, any horrible tail outcome like that. But yeah, outside of the default reasons, like I am worried about Neres's rotate um, early sub risk at his price. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, you're you're already. It doesn't even matter what the score is. I think you're just worried already about the sub risk. Yeah, you so. pay ninety seven hundred for a guy who could pop off at the seventy fifth minute. I mean, yeah, that's not great. But um, they could also score four goals in the first half, and then you'd be like, oh, man, I didn't play any of these guys because I thought they would only go 60 to 70 minutes, and then they, they, they each have a goal and assist to each other kind of a thing. So Yeah, I run, I run into myself chasing my tail the whole time, right? So, you know, talking devil's advocate with myself, like if he, gets, if he plays 75 minutes, that's like, I can do math, five, it's like 80 per, 85% of the game. That's pretty good. I mean, it stinks that he's not playing the last 15, but it's not like Benfica are really going to be pushing the tie. We don't anticipate that they're going to be pushing the tie at that point. So, you know, sometimes we want to make sure our guys are in the, are on for the last 15 minutes because that's when the most back and forth action can happen in a game. Um, yeah, you can convince your. I don't know. It's mostly a price thing with Nares. I think that's what I'll leave it at. So we talked about the top three defenders. Is there anyone else? So for a punt defender or... I mean, I don't see there's really, I guess Guerrero's here at 5,300. We didn't really mention him. But is there any re- but is there any reason to go with, I mean, anyone between 4K and 5K or even below? I mean, well, who's the next guy you want to play outside of the top three, four, three, four defenders here? Yeah. No one? <laughs> I'm not. I wish I could play four of them, like if Reese James started, but I can't. Um because the floors and ceilings that they all provide all just seem really compelling. So I want to be like, there's, there's five good defenders, Adam, you have Grimaldo, Chilwell, Reese James, if he plays Guerrero and Ba. And if you're punt, it's, it's very likely that two of them do pretty well. So I, I would like to be spending it up twice when I can, especially from a cash game point of view. And then you look through the other players. I mean, Bjorn Meyer, I think this name for Bruges. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a, he's okay. 4,200 but you could just find $900 for Alex Ba, or you could find 1100 for Guerrero. So Yeah, I would not do the 4200 on... Yeah, like, you're just in a dead zone. Uh, like, 4000 for Otamendi. I mean, this isn't showdown, so I'm not going to captain Otamendi. Right, I think like you, I... Either, you either spend up, or you go down to, like, the Chelsea center backs and hope that Chelsea are pressing, they're going to get a bunch of, you know, center back, set-piece shots kind of thing, pressing yeah. at the end of the game kind of thing, so... Yeah. Afana, 2800 That's perfectly reasonable. Um, yeah, I think you just want to spend as little as possible so you can get up to the strong midfield plays that we've been mentioning. Like I said, Dennis Adoy, if he plays as a defensive midfielder, that can't be the worst punt play if you use that salary in other spots of your lineup at $2,700. Uh, you could go back for more Koulibaly punishment at three k. Yeah, sorry, Adam. So if Reese James starts, I mean, we kind of mentioned the the three other guys, and I I guess I was building the Chilwell Grimaldo Ba lineup, maybe under the assumption that James isn't going to start. But let's say James starts, how how do we look at this? Are we is it are we going to not use Grimaldo and use James instead? Are we should we should we rank the the uh, the four defenders here. I don't know if Guerrero, I think Guerrero is pretty safely the fifth option here, but I think, yeah, he, he probably is just because Dortmund don't have to press necessarily, but he's also better priced. So let's say Reese James starts. He's the second most expensive option, right? And he's not taking set pieces right now. I think he took like one free kick uh, in his last league start. I I'm in a position where I'd rather just play Chilwell 
or I'd rather find the 500 for Grimaldo, who has been playing 90 and has not quite as good, but pretty good attacking upside as well. So I think I would put like Reese James firmly behind those two. And then it's a question of Alex Ba or Reese James. I mean, Ba could contribute to a goal in some way. I just feel like Reese James, there's some risk, right? Like if he has a hamstring injury, we've seen this before with Reese James where they pushed it too much and he had to be subbed off early. So is 60 is a 60th minute substitution for Reese James out of question. I don't necessarily think so. Uh, I, so I don't really want to, I don't really want to embrace the risk of Reese James. I'm a little bit um, yeah. risk averse in that way. Maybe that's incorrect. I still think he'll get played because he's Reese James. I'd probably put him last in the list. I'd probably rather below Guerrero. I feel like I know that Guerrero takes set pieces and okay. especially in a lineup in a tournament lineup, say, where you speculate Chelsea score a goal and now Dortmund have to activate. This is going to be True. fantastic. So especially from that from that point of view. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm too pessimistic on on Reese James. But I think there's a lot of risk. And at least what you can say is that the other options that you're spending up on have strong upside. So he's he's not a must to me. I mean he could ruin my slate, but the other options are compelling. What do you think? Do you have like a more pro Reese James argument? No, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't. Um, James always has the upside. I mean, we know we know about Reese James' upside. He has goal upside. Doesn't matter if he has set pieces, but you throw in that. Grand Potter had his press conference today. You know, game time decision, whatever. Late fitness test. That it's a day before they, he just missed a game with the hamstring issue. So. 90 are we expecting 90 this guy who's had you know injury issues for the past for the past year um is it worth it for 6200 not in cash games i mean of course you can always be worth it in, in tournaments but i think i'm gonna rank them i'm actually gonna have bought one for um, price considered right? because of his price because we're getting bought 51 we have benfica as the biggest favorite it's assumed that they're probably going to control this match kind of a thing. I mean, is Grimaldo worth the extra $1,600 because he might get two or three set pieces? Um, I mean, Bosman, Bosman, pretty good. I, I played him a lot uh, throughout Champions League this season. I played him, believe, believe I played him last late, but I mean, he's 5,100. He's, he's pretty cheap here. And then I'd yeah. probably go, like my two guys would be Chilwell and Ba. I think those are the, those are who I want. If I, if I don't have the money kind of a thing for Grimaldo, I'm, I'm going to be looking at Chihuahua and then it'll probably be Grimaldo. And then between James, I mean, I guess we don't even have to rank James and Guerrero because that's a fourth and fifth defender, but I mean, yeah, why not save $900 on Guerrero uh, when the guy who could come on for him, Ryerson is suspended. So, yeah, I, I think Guerrero's a compelling, a compelling option, especially. Like I said, if I'm rostering Chelsea attackers, I'd like to have in tournaments. I, I would like to run it back with Guerrero. I mean, we're, I we're good. I mean, G is telling us that Chelsea have to risk James because they have no other right back and nothing else to play for. But I mean, well, if he's not healthy, uh, yeah, we'll find out an hour before a lock, <laughs> right? Um, and I don't know if you've ever had a hamstring, like strain your hamstring or tweak your hamstring, like it. It's not uh, something you can actually play on. Well, I wouldn't know. Have you tweaked your hamstring? 
Uh, yeah, I pulled, I pulled my hamstring a few years ago. It's just like, you, you can't, you can't move on it. Um, I, like this is obviously a tweak cause he's only been out so he can feel his hamstring. It's bugging him kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. if you play on it, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of the worry. They don't want to have him play 45 minutes and then at halftime. It's like, well, my hamstring kind of hurts right now. And if I, if I go a little bit longer, it could lead to yeah. a month out, multiple months out with the surgery for his hamstring. So yeah. And like G is saying, they have no other right back, but if they play three at the back, I mean, Loftus cheek is perfectly acceptable as a right yeah. wing back. I think from Graham Potter's point of view, um, I also, I mean, uh, I'm just looking at the Espelicueta. I, I don't think Espelicueta is actually ruled out. Um, he could start 4,100. Is that his price? Yeah, I, I don't know. Would you want to play Espelicueta? I guess we haven't talked about it. I don't know. Well, I was I was talking to Ryan Bolangi once, and he said he played uh, Espelicueta in one of his lineups because he had the captain band, so why not? So that's how you that's how you win at DFS. You look at who has the captain armband for Chelsea. I don't know. I think I'd rather just spend up. Like, you're kind of in this purgatory yeah. spending range, which uh, unless you have good reason to do so. Uh, we actually do not know. He was not – Espelicueta was not mentioned in the press conference – uh, he's coming off a concussion, so it, he could be available, and that's why he wasn't actually mentioned. So, yeah. Um. So for cash games, you kind of want to get to Vlachodimos because he's fifty seven hundred with forty three percent clean sheet odds here, and yeah, I mean fifty seven hundred. You kind of want to get to him, right? Yeah. I mean, it's goalkeeper, right? I'd like to spend up, and uh, you can spend down, and you don't have to punt at a utility spot. And uh, good luck picking that 2v2. I'll lean on the goalkeeper. Hopefully I can find the right punt option who has a decent floor. You're leaning on Vlach Demos, and if you go down, are you leaning on Meyer, or would you use uh, the Bruges goalkeeper, Mignola? Um, Let me look at the – I sort of just plugged in Vlach Demos. I didn't even look at the other's prices. I mean, (laughs) I'm fine in cash games playing Mignola and hoping, you know, Benfica take shots – you know, from far out or something. And hopefully this gives Mingle some options for saves. Uh, it's goalkeeper. It feels like a, feels like astrology trying to, I might, you might as well just ask a magic eight ball. Right. Um, I, I believe, I remember talking about this on the, in the first leg, like Mignole has a ton of saves in the group stages because Bruges have been so bad. So he <laughs> has, so his game log is actually pretty good because he's making all these saves, even though he's allowing goals. So yeah. I mean, fine. I guess, yeah. yeah hope it's for fine. Uh, five saves, allows two goals, and you're fine. So Then you don't have to play uh, Kovacic or Frederick Ornis in your utility spot or, some, or something similar. So, I mean, you can I'm justify not playing it. Fred. Oh, me neither. I mean, Meyer, though, 4,000. We think that the odds are bad. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I'm probably – I'll tell you, I will not play Kappa. Just I will find the 400 for Latch Demos. But spend down on either of those guys. It seems completely acceptable to me. Fade Kappa at your own risk. Yeah, well, they'll just captain him during showdown. Easy game. I'm diversified. I might captain Meyer. Um, two so, it's two lineups. You're guaranteed to win, right? Yeah. So do we think – I mean, we've, we've talked about Benfica before, but have they – how popular have they been? How popular were they on, on that previous slate? Should we have uh, done more research before doing the show? Probably. I would need a couple minutes to pull up that slate, so maybe we can uh, we can we can run the numbers in the Discord for people. Yeah, I, I, I think... 
Rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 48-hour trial. And once you get that, rotowire.com slash chat to get into our Discord. Uh, we will be in there. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And we can grind what the ownership has been for Benfica over these slates. I don't know, Adam. I just go back to that the first show I ever did. We were like, is Benfica going to get overlooked? And they were mega chalk in a six-game slate. They're in the best spot. They played pretty well last week. I don't think people – it's not just a bunch of, like – randos hopping into this 10k to first place or whatever the prize pool is so i think benfica are going to be are going to be pretty popular so the move is to get florentino because no one's gonna be on florentino or do you think yeah. people will be on florentino instead of kovacic uh what's florentino's price is he four thousand he's four thousand maybe i don't know i mean what do you think about the 22 i don't know what do you think about this Chelsea Dortmund match? Like we mentioned that Dortmund 10 wins, 10 wins, no draws, no losses in the last 10 matches. You look at back at that first game, the only goal. And according to analytics, uh, they Borussia Dortmund only had one big chance in that match, which was the goal. It came mm-hmm. off a counter, um, came off a corner that bounced around a little bit. And then uh, Adeyemi was kind of in the running match. And got a goal there. So that was, I think they finished with 14 shots. They had that goal off a counter playing at home. They were basically outplayed in that game. Um, so now we're at Chelsea and we've seen how Chelsea played. Do we think it's a situation where, I mean, we said it a couple of times, Dortmund don't want to really press too much uh, to be open to allowing that goal. You think it's going to be Chelsea 60 plus percent possession, just trying to pass the ball around in the final third and trying to do something. Or is this like kind of similar? Was it the Tottenham match, Chelsea against Tottenham, where um, who did they play recently? Was it Tottenham? We played Tottenham two weeks ago. A fantastic win for my Tottenham Hotspur. Never, yeah, I just, never a bad thing said about them by me. I remember just watching that match. They were just pass, they just couldn't really get any opportunities. They're just passing the ball around like, I don't know, 30, 40 yards out. And they just didn't really kind of break Tottenham's back line. Um, yeah. I mean, so what what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Chelsea are actually going to get the win? Are they going to actually get that goal? Um, or is, you know, just a scoreless draw here, just a classic Chelsea match from what we've seen from them. Uh, it's just going to be like, oh, well, Joe Felix hit the post three times and they just can't hit the back in the net. <laughs> I... I was going to ask you what you expect from the Chelsea Dortmund game. Cause that's a really hard thing for me to get a pulse on. And what I might end up doing in tournaments is looking to the side where I have a bit more conviction, about what's going on. Like I think Benfica are going to just play the best plays on Benfica and then sort of pl- fiddle around with a couple Chelsea and Dortmund scripts. So you can definitely play where it's a KG zero zero or even Dortmund, like Nick a goal late in the game and sort of seal the tie away. You, I think you can play with Chelsea having 60% possession. They have to push. That's that's perfectly reasonable. And maybe I need to do more research on how Dortmund play. Like, do Dortmunds on the road, do they concede a lot of possession? These are things that we can look up using the rotowire stats. So that's something that I'll be, I'll be looking into. I think my favorite way to play it is that Chelsea get an early goal and it's game on. And then Dortmund have to take the game up. Because that's once once Chelsea score a goal, then that's going to be good for a Marco Royce in tournaments. That's going to be good for a Julian Brandt. And that's going to be good for a Rafael Guerrero. I think those are the three most promising attackers, least likely to get subbed. Um, so I think I just might make it a rule, Adam. Just if Chelsea player, 
then start piling on the the bringbacks for for Dortmund. I don't think it's going to be like Chelsea seven zero, but maybe we should be, <laughs> maybe we should be scripting out seven zeros. I, I don't really I don't really have conviction, but we can make lineups that make sense for a variety of scripts. I that's a cop out take, but that's it's it's tough for me to get a feel on Chelsea. They're a very mm-hmm. chaotic team. They're not very consistent. So how am I supposed to expect how the game goes with a very inconsistent team? Right. Um, a formation that Graham Potter doesn't know what he what he actually wants to use. Granted, yeah. he did that at Brighton too. So yeah, yeah. I'd say the the Benfica route. You can use that in tournaments and maybe you know tweak a uh, do some two v twos kind of a thing. That is, that's basically the Benfica route. That's that's a cash route as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just tweak a couple things for tournaments, kind of thing. Um, I mean, you can't I, you can be different enough. Like I said, like Florentino um, or I mean Alex Ba is probably he might not he might not get used a lot. And so he's a good right. play, but in tournaments, he might be, a, a, you know, your discount version of Grimaldo. I think that's a, that's a great place to look. Who's going to be the least popular of Benfica's four attackers? Neres uh, because of price. I think I, I've seen like Mikhail Antonio and like, like at 12 K and get ownership. So I think if you're like the top, this is my, this is my gig ring theory. If you're right. the most price forward, you're going to see ownership. Um, Rafa Silva might be less owned because he ta- he's taking up a midfield spot and people are more likely to go with Jao Mario. So I think Rafa Silva might be your quote-unquote sneaky uh, route into the into the Benfica attack. Yeah, because he probably won't be in cash lineups, so that's your move. You go from Mario to Rafa Silva kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's... I- I have to decide if I'm just gonna, you know, 100% Mario, but I mean, it's a, complete, yeah. it's, a it's a good strategy for that reason. I mean, Mario yeah. might... I, I like your your Chelsea Bo- uh, Dortmund uh, theory there. I just I'm just not sold on if I'm actually going to put a lineup like that together where you're going for you know two two result two one multiple goals kind of a thing. It, it just because of Chelsea, just what yeah. you said. It's just like, do you actually want to put that? I mean, we we have the the history, the two month history here. Uh, I mean, they just they just played Leeds where. I mean, I mean, do we I mean, think there's going to be a ton of goals? I mean, but again, the other the other point of this is it's the second leg, and you know they're done if they lose. So yeah, they're, they're, it's a different situation team. than playing than playing Premier League games. So this is, I mean, they're playing for their their Champions League life. So I, I guess maybe throw that into the conversation, and then maybe that will sway you to play to play a couple more Chelsea guys, a couple more Dortmund guys, kind of a thing. Yeah, and I mean for a tournament lineup, I mean it doesn't feel great right now, but. A 2-1 result is never an outrageous result in any soccer game. Like, Bruges could win 2-1 against Benfica, and it would be, like, mildly surprising. Uh, it's just not, like, an outrageous thing for to imagine that. Well, I think it could be, you know, you could get three goals in this Chelsea match, and then this Benfica game is just scoreless. It's like, okay, Benfica, they're just like, well, they're not going to – Bruges isn't going to do enough against us. So they're just like, okay, we're fine with the scoreless draw, and, and we'll walk away 2-0 here, so – yeah, I mean, Benfica don't want to put on a boring affair in front of their fans, but I think their fans also want to see them in the quarterfinals. So, I mean, I think it behooves them not to be naive and get uh, shredded on the counter at all. Uh, right. that, that game could easily be quite boring. And then you simply just have to try to find the other goal in the mm-hmm. Chelsea Dortmund match. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this is the important way to think it out. Like, scripts how one game is going to go. 
and then script how the other game is going to go and then just start putting together lineups and seeing what makes sense. You should have some convictions on players. So Adam, you really like Alex Boss, maybe put in a couple guys that you think are really good. So always plug in Alex Bod and chill well into your defense, play Jean Mario, and then see what you can do with the other five lineup spots. See what you can do that makes sense. Treat it as, I, I, I jokingly referred to it, I think in a DM as like the Ouija board, just sort of like let the prices... Once you once you pick a certain core of players, let the prices dictate what you do. That makes sense in certain game scripts. That's mm-hmm. how I'll be approaching it. Yeah, and then do the opposite route in showdowns. So you're going to be up money no matter what. And right? you're guaranteed to win, exactly. Very easy, very easy. All right, you got anything else for this? Um, No, uh, just for showdown, you know, throwing a Nicholas Otamendi. There you go. If I keep doing it, he has to score. Yeah, we just got. Uh, That's a we world got cup e- tactic. Don't we just that. got an Ethan Pinnock goal today, so it's fresh in my mind that that center back goal there. Yeah, there you go. Easy money. There's your showdown take. <laughs> All right, so we got for Tuesday's Champions League slate. We'll have another show at some point tomorrow for Wednesday's games. You can find Jack at Jack Burkhart on Twitter. I am at Roto Zadrike. Again, rotowire.com slash soccer trial to get this cheat sheet as well as access to our discord like and subscribe do all that good stuff good luck on this we'll see everyone in the discord thank you jack we'll see everyone at the next show as well good luck everyone everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.